Man, people crazy out these streets, bro. I've been grinding since I was like 15 with this music, bro. I've learned that I can't please everybody. And there's been a lot of love, but there's also been misunderstanding, hate, and this box they put me in. And it makes them uncomfortable if I'm not in it. And I ain't in it. Whoa. Welcome back to I Went Out. I'm Manny. And today we're continuing through our walk through the book of James. Last week we read James chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Today we're remaining in chapter 1 and we're going for more verses 5 through 8. Um, before we start off with that, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Leave a rating, a review. Um, so that way you don't miss any of these these Monday episodes, or racial repentance episodes, or Friday episodes. Alright, Nick. Um, well, let me actually read. Verses 5 through 8 verse. Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and without criticizing, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like us like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. An indecisive man is unstable in all his ways. Mm. Wow. All right. Nick, verse 5, what sticks out to you, man? Now, if any of you lack wisdom, what is wisdom? That's, uh, I think that's a good way to look at, like, what is the wisdom that James is talking about here? And I wonder, could, I wonder if we can pull up the uh, actual, I should have done this before, the, the dictionary version of wisdom. So wisdom, um, according to this definition, is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment is the quality of being wise and having wisdom. Hmm. Um, I actually like the way that breaks that down. That's not bad at all, actually. Um, so, because I was actually going to say some things along those lines. But, yeah. Uh, so what it, let's hear what your definition, like how you would think, well, how do you think about wisdom and what it is? Okay, so I think there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so knowledge is just knowing. Yeah. But wisdom is knowing how to use that yes, knowledge. Yes, applying that knowledge. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's the same. Like my like because I, I like how the definition said experiences and it's just like being able to take that and then mm-hmm. knowing how to use it and to grow from it. Yep. Um, and I love how it says he should ask God who gives all gener- all to all generously without criticizing it, and it will be given to him. Mm-hmm. So it's just like even if we lack that wisdom. Yeah go to the one who is the wise like who has yes. all the wisdom who is all knowing that's right um and when we have a hum and not and that's i think that's key and the same thing the way solomon did it back in um in the old testament yeah how he asked he was he sought he sought wisdom mm-hmm. but he didn't seek it for a self-gain way that's he right. was see- he genuinely wanted the wisdom of the lord that's right um to better lead the people and i think that's crucial to remember like we we should ask for wisdom mm-hmm um, but make sure you're not asking for wisdom so that you can self gloat. Right. Um, when you're seeking the wisdom of God, like you should be seeking it to be able to glorify God and to just get clarity mm-hmm. in how to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think that can be an issue with some of us. Sometimes we're like, well, I want the wisdom cause I want to know about this, this, that, and the yeah, other. Yeah. Um, but I love how you just broke it down too. that wisdom is different than knowledge. Right. You can know all these things, but yeah. are you living it? That's right. Are you doing it? Amen. Um, and that's one thing we, we learned about Jane and James real quick is like, man, we got to have the faith, but we also got to make do things. Yeah. Um, because of that genuine faith we have in the Lord, like we begin to do things. That's right. Um, we can, there's people all day can know all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But they ain't living that life. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think those are two things that stick. Like, really defining what wisdom is 
Mm. Um, and then e- even when we lack wisdom, because we all lack wisdom. Yes. Um, is just coming to a place of complete surrender and being genuine, genuinely asking the Lord for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Not again, not for self gain, but to promote His kingdom. That's and right. Move his kingdom forward. That's right. And you know, Proverbs says that it's we're fools. Yep. We despise wisdom and instruction. Yep. So and um and I know I'm going to be jumping ahead here because this is James chapter three, <laughs> but. Um, I'm not going to break it down, but basically, um, you know, in this in James chapter three, it, it almost kind of points out to there being two different kinds of wisdom. Yeah. There's a worldly wisdom, then there's a godly wisdom, yeah. um, and it says in in verse seventeen of chapter three, it says, "But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace loving, mm-hmm. gentle, compliant, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, without favoritism and hypocrisy." Mm. And so it's very clear that if we want that kind of wisdom. We gotta seek God, yeah. Because if we go, if we go to, and and as it says here, um, if now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God. I mean, we can read books, we can go to outside sources or counsel, but above all, God is better. He's yeah. the only one that can supply this true, pure, godly wisdom, and yeah. that's why we ought to seek Him. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's. Again, that wisdom, the way it's broken down in three is like that type of wisdom isn't about self-gain. That's right. <laughs> and that's why you can see why the Lord will give you that kind of wisdom and yeah. give you that because it's not about you at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think it's it's, uh, it's important. Yeah. And we all got to use wisdom. Yep. And we all need wisdom. That's right. So. Now, I like also how it says um, he should ask God who gives to all generously and mm-hmm. without criticizing. Um, and so when I, when I kind of think of that, it's almost comforting for me um, because it just reminds me that I can boldly approach his throne time and time again. Because, yeah. you know, like sometimes we can we can say, oh, we, I've already got God. I've already fallen on my knees and asked yeah. for wisdom three times this week. Yeah. And we feel bad and we start feeling shameful because of our humanicity. Yeah. Um, but God says, no, like I'm generous yeah. with my giving of wisdom. Um and I'm not going to criticize you for doing it when you're doing it from a genuine place. Yeah. Um, and when you're truly seeking him with your whole, whole heart, um, he's not going to forsake you for doing that. And, um, and that's, I, just, I think that's comforting to know that you can boldly approach him time and time again because yeah. he's generous with it. Amen. And I think this specific portion of scripture, is a contra- it's a, there's a contrast here. Yeah. He's talking about like genuine wisdom, mm-hmm. and then how which I'm, we're going to get to is the then he talks about doubting, yes, and the questions that can come from doubting, yes, um, because there's two there's two ways, and again, not all doubting is bad, mm-hmm. not all doubtful questions are bad questions because sometimes they like again we'll yeah. get to that, <laughs> um, but I find it really interesting because this this first person is really dealing with childlike faith. Mm-hmm. Um, as a father of three. Um, my kids will come to me boldly yes, and ask me some of the wildest questions ever. I'm like, why are you asking me this? But it's just, and I remember when Jesus talked about having childlike faith, mm-hmm. um, because it's when, especially if you have kids, you can really relate and you see how that's just, they don't care. Yeah. Um, they are going, they just come before you boldly. And that's what God, like, and not boldly in a like self-righteous way, but just boldly, not like not thinking about any of the socially, like, you know, just all the yeah. details behind it. Like yeah, they yeah. just, they just come. Right. Um, and the Lord calls it to just come to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think it's so important to have that childlike faith when it comes to the Lord and just seeking him and going to him with those Amen. questions. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, like if we can go to the Lord with the, just genuine questions, man, yeah, 
Just get ready to be answered. Yes. And not always be answered in an audible voice or in the exact way that you want. Yeah. So yeah. my kids ask me questions sometimes. They don't always get the answer they want, but they, <laughs> but they ask. So and it's just, it's that kind of stuff. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something else I think, uh, you know, we were talking about trials. James talks a lot about trials. We talked yeah. about this last week um, in last week's episode. But, um, you know, um, as we kind of started talking off about wisdom, um, you know, it's, it's good to have knowledge of things when you're going through trials but you need wisdom yeah. um, you really need it and you need it from God so that you know how to discern how to um, navigate mm-hmm. through trials and tribulations and I think that's why James um, really wanted to hone in yeah. on asking God for wisdom and I think it's, it's I think it's why also that you see it so prevalently in the Old Testament and in the book of Proverbs is a whole yeah. book in the Bible that teaches about godly wisdom is so important and i think it's because um when we go through trials um it's it's god who is going to help direct our paths and stuff and it's and it's that's why it says here that we should ask god for it because we need him to help us navigate through those trials amen quick quick tip for everybody listening the wisest decision you can make two of them is talking to god yeah and picking up his word amen like so many of the questions that we usually ask man it's in the bible yes like we're not the first people in our the first generation to experience the things we're experiencing like this has been the world's been around for a while y'all mm-hmm. and there ain't nothing new under the sun <laughs> um it's been experienced and there's so many of the questions that most of us have yeah. are right here how to respond what to do mm-hmm. um and that's the beauty of it. It's like that's Amen. where w- true wisdom is found in this. Yes. Um, in this and in just going before the throne and talking to God. Yep. Um, I remember it was in a video I watched at one point, And apparently it was the something about when they introduced the Queen of England, they mm-hmm. gave her a Bible and said this is the greatest treasure any human being could ever have in their hands. Wow. And it's just like, man, what if we all genuinely viewed this as that? Yes. That God's word in our hands is a treasure, and yeah. we do everything to hold on to that and to stay in that. Mm. Um, I think so many of us, and that's why I love a physical copy of the Bible. Yeah. I have my phone, I have my Bible on my phone, <laughs> but I am definitely a hard copy Bible dude because it's just, it means so much to me. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a reminder like, this is not every generation of Christians have had a Bible in their hands. That's right. There is Christians around this world right now who do not have a Bible in their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's, it's really cool to know that the wisdom I get is coming it's, it's from the Lord and from his written words so, yes yeah and uh yeah we're really without we're really without excuse when we mm-hmm. think about it when it comes to yeah. wisdom so not at all especially all. in this day and age too where literally not everything everything we have knowledge of everything mm-hmm. um unfortunately yes <laughs> good stuff and bad stuff yeah um so yeah amen amen alright um verse 6 but let him ask in faith without doubting for the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. What yeah. sticks out to you there? I think, but let him ask without faith, or let him ask in faith without doubting. For the yeah. doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by wind. I think he, what's really, James is really talking about here is, if we're doubting, we never, we probably more than likely, in this, in this context, mm-hmm. you never genuinely believed in yeah. God and his word. Right. Um, you did it was a superficial thing mm-hmm. it was a heat of a moment thing it was maybe pressure for somebody right. you were trying to impress something you know there's so many different factors here yeah um because i do believe that genuine doubt 
uh, or just doubt sometimes can push you closer to the Lord mm-hmm. um, because you're dealing with something in a trial or something and that brings about a doubt or yeah. and I always tell people like our God's big enough to handle your doubts mm-hmm. um, but it's what you do with those doubts and it's where those doubts come from mm-hmm. are those doubts coming from just because you know something the Bible says doesn't align with what you want yeah and then you start doubting God and his love and his grace and his mercy because you had a different idea of his love and his mercy and what you wanted it to be right but it wasn't right. really that that's right that kind of doubt guys like no I ain't doing that mm-hmm. um, but the doubt of when you're you know you like I had doubts when I first became a Christian and yeah. it's what took me so long to really get grasp hold and our God was good um, but again I think this is just again coming to him genuinely asking him having faith and believing what he's what his word says believing what he has said and what he has done what Christ Jesus did the completed work upon the cross and mm-hmm. his resurrection and believing of the future hope of him, his second coming one day right um yeah I think that's yeah again the doubt sometimes like that kind of doubt can is comes out of a place of never really genuinely believing yeah uh, it, it all comes back to your heart yeah you know Jesus came to you know the brought it to the heart of things on the Sermon on the Mount and um and it's you know this I guess what it's talking about here is just like don't be double-minded mm-hmm. um and again like if you're coming to Christ and you're asking him um in faith even if you're doubting in a way where you're like, why, Lord, is this happening to me? You know, why, Lord, do I have to go through this? Yeah. Um, that's still coming from a genuine place because we are still humans. God understands that. He understands our trials. He understands our tribulations. He understands the things that we have gone through because he went through them and worse. You know, and yeah. so when we, when we come to him in faith, and we're truly coming to him with an with an open heart and asking him, like, God, yeah. I need wisdom. You know, I don't know why these things are going on. He is faithful and gracious um, to answer our call. Yeah. He's faithful for that, man. And yeah, um, man. and so I, I, I guess I always try to remind myself of that. But but yeah, like, you know, and I guess we can read verse seven too, that that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Yeah. Those who doubt and, and they go to him doubting. You know, like yeah. truly doubting, saying that you know you can't do this, God. Basically, it's just like you're you're not able to to help me through this. Yeah. You know, that's the wrong heart. Yep. And and God will prove Himself faithful in that way, where you're going to get what you are yeah. believing. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, so I just I try to remind myself of that, man. You know, it's fine to to just just come to God just raw. Yeah. And with your emotions, but just be reminded and stand firm on on the faith. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's good. And <laughs> the whole time you were talking, I was like, man, check your heart. Check your heart. That's right. Check your heart. That is so key in this. And I was thinking about, uh, we'll, we'll just go ahead and throw it out there, prosperity gospel. Yes. How many people have left the church because they they believed and they wanted something Mm-hmm. And they prayed about it, and you know they, all the things that going. Yeah. They went to the Lord about it, and it didn't come to be, right? Because they were looking to receive some sort of blessing, some something um, that was just not meant to be, and God doesn't mm-hmm. like wasn't planning to give it to you, right? Um, it wasn't His will, and then they doubt, like, well, God didn't give me this, so mm-hmm. maybe. But you got to ask yourself the question: Is this something that aligns with the Bible? Is this something that aligns with God's will? Yeah. Um, and man, it's just, (laughs) 
if you're coming to the Lord to receive material blessings, yeah, um, or blessings that will benefit you, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have doubts, mm-hmm. and you're gonna come into all types of struggles. Yes, um, because <laughs> first of all, the blessing that we have is Jesus. Amen. <laughs> there is nothing else I need. Yeah. Um, that is a blessing alone. The fact that he laid his life down for a wretched sinner like me Amen. and made it possible for me to be in a relationship with the living God again. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. There's nothing else I need. There's no other blessing. That is a blessing enough. That's right. All my decision making, all the things like I'm not doing it to figure out the blessing I get. I'm not doing things mm-hmm. to receive some sort of blessing in a material sense of finances, a job, like all that. Like I'm not. Yeah. Um, and because if I was, if that was when my life was built around, my faith was built around that. Mm-hmm. The second one of those is stripped away. Yeah. My, where's my faith? Yep. What's going on? Exactly, man. Um, and that's why, unfortunately, I think we've seen so many, we've seen a lot of worship leaders, a lot of pastors step away from the faith because I don't know if they ever checked their hearts. Right. And what? Why were they? Why were they in it? Mm-hmm. Um. So it's it's interesting, man. Yeah. And you speak of like prosperity gospels, it's gospel, and um, I just started thinking of. Another uh, verse in the Sermon on, on the Mount where, um, where Jesus was talking about keep asking and it will be given to you. Keep searching and you will find. Keep knocking and the door will be open to you. And you hear so many prosperity preachers kind of preach on that, that subject and um, basically saying a lot, a lot of prosperity gospel preachers will say, yeah, if you just ask God for this and you just keep asking him for it, he's going to give it to you. And like you said, when he doesn't, then these people, they start doubting God. And they they believe that that God has done them wrong, yeah. but that's not what that scripture is saying. Yeah. You know, like like we talked about, when you're coming to God with a pure heart, and you're per, like the persistent widow it talks yeah. about in Luke, and you're persistently, I believe, a persistent uh, prayer warrior is not going to come to God in vain. When yeah. you're persistently doing it time and time again, even when you perceivingly get the losses, and you still come back to, to on your knees and still. Are, are praying to God and just asking God uh, for more wisdom, for, for just for more of him, and you're persistently doing that, you're not going to do it in vain because yeah. you're, are, you are constantly seeking him. You're setting your eyes upon, you know, upon him. You're hungering and thirsting for him. And um, I think that's what it's all about, man. And, mm-hmm. and I, I believe your heart gets revealed yeah. in that truly. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's good. So that last verse is, an indecisive man is unstable in all his ways. And that's a... Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I want to make you like, dang. <laughs> that's a that's a powerful one, man. It is. It's a powerful one. It is, and it's... I mean, it could... Because <laughs> I would say, like, I, I think... And, and I think what this is saying, too, is, like... When you're stuck between faith and doubting... Like, that's a yeah. very dangerous place. Yeah. It's a very dangerous place to be. Um, because at the end of the day, it's either you know that God is faithful faithful, or either you don't. Yeah. Either you know that you're going to trust in his will or you're not. You yeah. know, it's, And you, you can't really be in the middle of it. And even when you're asking these questions, um, why is this happening? Yeah. Why? You're still coming to God with the heart of knowing that he can answer yeah. those questions. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. That's good. That's a, uh, just thinking about like that and just people I know who are indecisive and just seeing like, in a, not even in a spiritual sense, but just yeah. 
how their indecision has made them genuinely unstable in right. everything they do. Like they're so hot and then they're so cold. Right. Um, they're all in on one thing and then the next thing you know, like, oh, I'm going to go do this. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, like, where's, the, where's the stability? Where is that? Right. Like, you know, they're just literally just being tossed around the raging sea, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so this is, that's good. I mean, the way it's laid out, I mean, it's point blank. And this place of man is clear. unstable it's in clear. all these ways. It's like, woo. Yeah, it's a dagger in the heart for sure. Yeah. Man. You know. So, but I love how you broke that down too. It's a faith and doubt, man. It's just like if you're in that in between place, like it's that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. Like, and that affects all your decision making. Right. Um. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's why, like, just bring it back to asking God for wisdom. This is why we have to ask God for wisdom, yeah. because it's it's through Christ that we can find true godly discernment on how to navigate things. Um. And and when we have that, we're not going to be indecisive. Yeah. We're going to be decisive because we're going to know that God is leading us. Yep. I'm thinking about when people talk about, well, I'm seeking the Lord's will. Mm-hmm. And they stay put. Yeah. Like, they're not, there's no genuine, like, seeking his will. Right. And there's this, in, like, they're indecisive in everything they're doing. I'm like, so I have, I've had a conversation before. It's like, they were like, well, I'm, I don't know what God's will is. I was like, well, what are you doing? Mm. I was like, they're like, I got this opportunity now. I was like, well, have you walked up to them? Yeah. Like, the expectation that you that God's just gonna drop something in your lap, like mm-hmm. man, like you'll never know until you start walking, and that's how I live my life. Like I will walk up to like if, as I'm discerning God's will, I'll make I'm not staying put. I'm not yeah. standing there idly. Okay, Lord, I'm waiting. What's your will? <laughs> no, I'm being active in my faith and walking in directions. And if it's not God's will, oh, He's gonna let me know it's not His will. Oh yeah, um, that door will be shut, slammed mm-hmm. in my face, mm-hmm. hand in the door, and everything. Um, but there's other times it was like that door is open and it's like man if I would have just stood back the whole time and just waited I would have missed it right um, and that's why I'm, I like don't as you as you're seeking God for wisdom and for his his will mm. which is wisdom when you're seeking God for his will like yes. that's wisdom absolutely <laughs> um, don't just sit back with your hands in your lap and thinking that God's is going to drop it there mm. it takes movement yes um it takes interaction with others it takes and it don't again just move forward yeah don't stay put like if you're staying put, man, you're going to miss it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want that. And I don't want that for you as the listeners. Amen. Um, so just move, make moves. Yeah. And again, don't, don't be afraid to have the door shut in your face. Amen. Um, cause then you know, okay, God, yeah, <laughs> that's your it will. Wasn't, yeah. It wasn't for me. Um, I mean, even think about a vert, like when God called me out <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and it became a place where it was like, you know, I remember texting Manny and a mm-hmm. few others like, man, God is just called me out and we need to seek his will. Yes. We didn't. I didn't. Just, we didn't just sit back and be like, okay, well, we'll figure out what His will is. Like, yeah. no, it was like, all right, we're gonna start doing some prayer nights. Yes. We're gonna start taking some action steps to really discern what God's will is. Yeah. And the way it's come about, it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. And we're praying for revival. We're praying for His will. Amen. COVID hits. Yes. His will for avert. Clearly, we were on somewhat of the right path, but we were not on the path that He had designed. Yeah. Um, and we needed some of these things that happened for us to truly see. Oh, this is what you got planned the whole That's time. Right. So we had one door slammed, and again, another one was open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, again, it's making the it's taking those action steps towards what his will is yeah so that's all i had amen yeah while you were saying that it kind of reminded me of the story of um of abraham and isaac mm. um, yeah 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 like like you would think that that abraham would be just doubting throughout yeah. that entire thing but it was like the opposite yeah and he moved in faith throughout the entire 
um, just time just climbing up that mountain there to uh, kill his son. And, and and even just when you read those scriptures and you just read them back and you realize, man, like Abraham had faith. Yes. Knowing that God was, he didn't know how God's will was going to kind of, you know, work his way into that. But he knew that God would supply. And um, and that's why he walked in faith. So when, like we're going to talk about in, in the book of James, of course, which just talks about faith. Um, without works is dead and um you know we're going to give some good good uh theology on that but um i always kind of point to abraham and isaac as a way of just where you're walking in faith um and not wavering or being indecisive mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna i'm trying to pull up uh genesis 22 because uh-huh. there's some stuff in there yeah um beautiful that man. he says so we got some time let's just yeah, yeah. let's jump into this yeah. real quick and read a little bit um let's pick up in uh okay here we go we'll start we'll pick up right in um uh genesis 22 verse 3 says so abraham got up early in the morning saddled his donkey and took with him two of his young men and his son isaac he split wood for a burnt offering and set out to go to the place god had told him about on the third day abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance then abraham said to his young men stay here with the donkey the boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. And I, that right there, yeah, will come back to you. Yep. Even here, he had he he had yeah. faith. That's a faith statement Amen. he just Amen. said. Um. So the boy and I will go and worship. Then we'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. And his uh, laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and the sacrificial knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac spoke to his father, Abraham, um, and said, My father. And he replied, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Mm. Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Mm. Then Then the two of them walked together. When they arrived at the place that God had told them about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He replied, Here I am. Then he said to him, Do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in a thicket by its thorn, a horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named this place the Lord will provide. So today it is said, it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. Amen. Man. The Lord will provide. Yes. And again, the Lord will provide in his will, not yes. all what we want. And that's the thing. It's like yeah. we have to get that through our thick skulls. I have to do I'm talking about myself. I got a thick skull. <laughs> I've got to get it through. Like the Lord's going to provide for me yeah. when it's concerning his will. That's when right. I'm seeking his will, not my gain and not for what I want. Yeah. Um, and again, like so many, like, the fact that like Isaac asked Abraham, he's like, "Dad, wait, hold up, hold yeah. up." So we got the wood, got the, right. we got the knife, got all that stuff. Where's the goat? Mm-hmm. And then, like that statement is like, "The Lord will provide." Amen. Um, and I can can you I as a as a father of a son, I couldn't even imagine to just. I guess I mean I couldn't like that. That faith is just so beautiful mm-hmm. to know. Like I I mean I. The fact that he was just, he just went, he did it. He yeah. he feared the Lord and he knew what the God, he knew God to be a provider. So he was yep. like, I'm going to do this. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, that's a beautiful passage. Amen. 
Amen. Yeah, and it's just it's clinging on to that faith. Yeah. Because Abraham knew that because God had proven Himself yes. faithful time and time again, <laughs> time and time again, and God has proven Himself faithful in our lives yeah. time and time again. So yeah. we have no excuse. And I think Abraham learned real quick too that he would, he did not deserve God's faithfulness. Yeah. I mean, how many times did God get him out of some stupid messes that Abraham lying about his wife, all that's these right. things, and God still provided Himself as faithful? Amen. So. Amen. Yeah, that's that's powerful, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Do we want to? give any like final things on, on just seeking God for wisdom um, asking and being decisive in our asking for wisdom yeah I think just again going back on what we were talking about a little before we just read Genesis 22 it's just mm-hmm. seek God's will yeah seek for his wisdom but don't just sit put yeah take make start walking yeah pray seek God but also start walking in some directions to really because again to dis- to be able to discern sometimes you gotta take some steps mm-hmm. um and not and again not to come with childlike faith yeah um and childlike and that's not centered around you but just childlike faith and know that your god is big enough and loves you enough to listen and to be there for you amen um that's really all i got yeah amen yeah and again like i said god is faithful man he is he is faithful he's proven that time and time again yes yes All right, guys, um, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Leave us a rating and or review. And also, um, don't forget, you can send us an email. Yep, submit your questions to us. Uh, again, just a quick voice memo, 20-second question, um, and then email to nick at avertchurch.com. We would love to answer these questions at the end of this series. So. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, um, we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Yep, see you. Peace. <laughs>